Welcome back to the Silent Plus Podcast. We got a special one for you today. I have the wonderful Roger Harper over here. Hey, that's me. <laughs> that's Roger. Uh, just a uh, interesting tidbit. We are in Roger's truck. In the Jack's parking lot on my lunch break. <laughs> that's right. So we made this one work. Uh, Pastor John couldn't be with us. Uh, as most of you know, uh, his mother passed away a couple of days ago, so he is with family. Continue praying for him and uh, his family as they're, they're working through this. Um, but he did give me his blessing to go ahead and do the podcast without him. And I called Roger up. Because we're talking about Bible reading, and since he's the kids guy around the church, uh, I wanted to talk about family Bible reading. Uh, and so we, this is kind of a, a free-for-all conversation. Y'all are just going to kind of sit in on a conversation that he and I talked about for maybe two minutes beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just going to talk about how he and I lead our families in Bible discussion and, and Bible reading and, and stuff like that. And I'll go ahead and say on the outset, Roger... My family has fallen off of this in recent months. So, as as has mine. <laughs> okay, uh, so yeah. I I just don't want to sound like a hypocrite right here right. at the beginning, uh, because we're we're working back toward that. Uh, but wanted to go ahead and clear the air. Yeah, uh, COVID COVID for one thing through my family for a little bit of a yeah, loop. Yeah, um, we were we were kind of on a little bit of a schedule with this. I mean, we we were on a schedule, but whether or not we always did it, you know, we. Yeah, so we're not perfect, me and Josh. No, we're not. not at all. We're not sitting here telling everybody, hey, you need to be like us. Uh, you need to be better than us. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but I, I think we both have seen things that have worked. Yes. And yeah. good ways of doing it, bad ways of doing it. Uh, and so for mainly, this is going to be uh, really mainly for uh, married couples with, with kids. Yeah. I, again, just kind of want to... Uh, clear there that just to or let you know where we're going. Or people who will be one day. Yeah, or will be one day. Yeah. Uh, or even, I think this could work for grandparents yeah. with grandkids. Right. Uh, or even anybody who has any kids in their life. Yeah. Uh, so, but as Roger and I are, uh, we're not married together, <laughs> but, <laughs> but we're married with kids. We're, right. Rebecca's my wife, just clearing <laughs> that up, and Brittany is Ro Roger's ro wife, and yeah. uh, we <laughs> We all have kids, so. Um, but anyway, so let's let's talk about this for a second, Roger. We, okay. we so this past week I preached on Bible reading and Bible reading in community, mm -hmm. and talked about why uh, I believe that the Bible is for us. Mm -hmm. Now, where that gets pretty sticky, I think, is when you sit down with a book of uh, of Judges with your kids. Yeah. Uh, and so right. one of the things I, I'll just go, I'll go ahead and kick this off with this. One of the things that I used to do with Judah was we would read through one chapter a night mm. and we got to Joshua <laughs> 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 and, uh, and I mean, we, we made it through Leviticus. We made it through Deuteronomy and boiling goats and their mother's milk and all that kind of different stuff. Right. Uh, and, and we got to Joshua and I just, man, it got, it, it, it got kind of, <laughs> I don't know how to deal with this with my son. Right. Uh, and so we had some discussions and stuff like that. Thankfully, he's still pretty young to where he's not really picking up on a whole lot of stuff and asking those types of questions. Uh, but what are some ways that you've went through Scripture with, with your family? Well, honestly, um, I, I just really started um, presenting straight Scripture 
uh, to my children in the past in the past few months, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, of course, we've had uh, they have Sunday school lessons and we have all of that kind of stuff. But um, from really early on, we we got the Jesus Storybook Bible, and not yeah. everybody yeah. Is, not everybody's all about storybook Bibles and blah blah blah. Um, but you know, and my opinion, that was a good way to start early on introducing my children to the so. flow and the storyline of the Bible to, right. to help them understand that it's one story um, all about Jesus. And so we started doing that. And more recently, um, I just began to really be convicted mm. of of the fact of saying, you know, thinking, oh, well, my children, uh, they're not ready. They won't understand all the words. Um, and you know, I got to think about there's there's adults that don't understand all the words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I was convicted of the fact that, you know, the Bible says that God's word will not return back to him void. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says that the Bible is living and effective. Yeah. In other words, the Bible itself, scripture itself has an effect on people that nothing else right. does. Right. Um, even the points in the story. So recently I've started the way we've been doing this with the girls, every night we try, right? That's, <laughs> yeah, that's our try. goal <laughs> at, at bedtime, which might be the best worst time at, at, ever. Um, we sit down and for a long time we've been reading the Jesus Storybook Bible and we, and we pray. Um, but more recently, within the last six months, I've started taking what we're going to read out of the Jesus Storybook Bible, mm -hmm. opening up to that passage in Scripture— okay. Yeah, and and reading maybe not the whole chapter, um, maybe maybe the whole chapter, but reading a significant portion of that straight out of the Bible. Yeah, and one thing that I've tried to make a point of doing is when I do that to say, this is God's word. Mm -hmm. You know, this is God's word. This is from the book of Matthew, that one of Jesus' friends who followed him around, Matthew, he followed Jesus around, he heard Jesus say these words, and he wrote them down, and the Holy Spirit inspired it. And yeah. then I read. And then I turn, then when we finish reading that, I turn and I say, now let's see what Miss Sally Lloyd, how Miss Sally Lloyd-Jones imagines that this happened. Yeah. You yeah. know, to, to make a clear distinction, one of these is inspired. Exactly. Yeah. One of these is helpful. Um, That's good. And so that's what we've been doing lately. That was long. What, what do you no, do, Josh? So, <laughs> so I've went the opposite route that you've went. Okay. I started with reading straight straight scripture. Right. Seriously, because of the same passage that you quoted that God's word won't return void. Right. So I'm like, my son can't even talk. Yeah. And so I'm just going to go ahead and read scripture to him and right. just believe that God's going to do something in his heart through that somehow. Right. Right. Uh, and anyways, like I said, we did that all the way through Joshua, uh, and we've went to the Jesus Storybook Bible. Yeah. And because I really feel like I, what I wanted for him was to get the full picture of right. what's going on. Now, your, your daughters are older than my sons, yeah, yeah. and so they've had the chance to kind of go through that for some time and kind of get the bigger picture of it. Uh, and then we can go back and talk about some of the minute details. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so I think I think for my kids right now, what I'm trying to do is get them to get the story of the Bible. Right. Just know the story. Right. And then we can dive off into the particulars. The, yeah, the very particulars. Right. But 
I don't know if that's the proper, right. most correct way to do it. Right. And uh, because, I, like I said, I've kind of flip flopped. Right. I, I, I still, I'm still not completely set on that. Right. But, uh, but yeah, I, I'm certainly open to other ways of of doing it. But right. that's that's just kind of how we do it. Right. And I think we what we would both say is that scripture is not magic spells, oh, right? Yeah. That no. you're not just going to read it over your kids and something magical. Scripture works and it work, but it works through the mind. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's why I find value in trying to make sure they understand it, but also trusting God with the things that they don't. Yeah. Um, Cause uh, you're, your daughters are starting to ask some really interesting questions, right? Yeah, exactly. That's And that's what I've learned in my time kind of trying to avoid things that they wouldn't understand. Yeah. I'm finding the value in the things they don't understand. Right. I'm right. starting to find that some of the best, some of the best interaction we have happens when they don't understand something and they ask, Daddy, what is Pentecost? You know, last night we were reading about the day of Pentecost when, uh, when the Holy Spirit fell on the apostles, and um, and I asked, "What is the day of Pentecost?" Now I will say, I didn't get back around to answering that one because um, I was too busy answering Ellie's question. Daddy, is everything in the Bible all right? And so, I mean, that's one I had to grab on. Oh yeah, yeah. you know. Um, so so yeah, I'm finding. That one, they're able to understand more than I think they are. Yep. And two, even the things that they don't understand are great opportunities to have deeper conversations because mm. they'll remember those conversations more than they'll remember just the things that are read over them and go in one ear and out yeah. the other. Yeah. So thinking about those questions, another thing that I do with Judah, not just Bible reading, but we do Bible memorization. Right. And one of the things that we we do every single night, so we may not read the Bible every single night, but we do pray every single night. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, we close our prayers with Psalm 23. Yeah. Been doing that since he's been able to talk, uh, or even before that, or when I'd pray over him when he was a just an infant. Anyways, now he says Psalm 23, but he went through a phase of asking, what is blank? And he would say something, one of the words out of Psalm 23. Mm-hmm. And so he, one night he said, Daddy, what is soul? Well, yeah. <laughs> what is soul? What is soul? You, you restore my soul. You right. Know, he says that. And, and I'm like, okay. Uh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so not only does it uh, help your kids, it helps you. When, right. Whenever they ask those types of questions, you have to try to understand and grasp that idea yeah. better to be able to teach them that. I will tell you, I've had so much practice between my kids in Sunday school explaining the doctrine of the Trinity, <laughs> trying to explain the Trinity to children. Yeah, yeah. Like just the other night, we were just discussing the story, and I asked Addie, how many thrones are there in heaven? And she said, Three. And I was like, no, there's only one throne. And she's like, but Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit, there's three thrones. <laughs> no, <laughs> you there's, know, one. there's one God, there's one guy, you know, and we keep coming back to that. And she's just like, that's really confusing. I'm like, you're right. It is. It is. But it's what the Bible says. Man, that's so much fun. Yeah. Uh, so how about, how about you and your wife? Okay. You and Brittany, is there uh, particular ways that y'all found that works for you as far as reading scripture together? Yeah. Now, this is where confession time, right? Mm-hmm. This is where we've fallen off more than with the children. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I mean, we, we have struggled with this, you know, and it's one of those things, your sermon this week convicted me, um, Good job, Josh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, not me. But yeah, well, true. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but anyway, you know, at night, you know, we're going to sit down and our minds are just numb and we're going to sit down. We're going to turn on our shows and we're going to watch those to relax our mind. And, and, you know, whether we've opened the Bible together or not today and that that convicted me and that that should not be. But yep. when we do get it right. Um, a tool that we have used, and I think you guys still use, right? Or About as much as y'all do yeah, at this point. <laughs> right. Um, he reads truth and she reads truth. Um, Bible reading plans. Uh, you know, we, we were getting, they have books and they have an app. We were getting the books for a while. And honestly, because we got so behind, I stopped the books from coming. And so we're kind of using, uh, we've been kind of using the app um, and... But it, it's really helpful because what it does, it it hands you scripture, you know, right. and you sit down and you're both reading the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there is absolutely value in private Bible reading. Yeah. You know, I think that's, that's absolutely, absolutely something that we need to do. But there is there is so much value when your private reading syncs up with somebody else's private reading. Yep. yep. Because, like you said, the, the Holy Spirit loves to work through community Mm -hmm. and the closest and most important community that we have is with our spouse. Yeah. Um, and there have been some really good conversations that have come out of, I read something and I got something, but she didn't get that or, or she read something and she got something, but I didn't get that. And man, I needed to hear what she had to say, man. And she needed to hear what I had to say, you know? And, um, and it's something, like I said, we don't do it enough. We, we need to do better, but it, you know, the value of it is just beyond. And that really, that is where our ministry to our children flows out of. Oh, certainly. Uh, you know, so it's kind of backwards to be trying to minister to our children when we're not feeding ourselves yeah. and our spouse. Man, that's um, good. And, and so that's, that's really the starting point, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I completely agree with you, Roger. Uh, we, me and Becca, we've used uh, He and She Reads Truth. Uh, it's a ministry uh, that's kind of tied to Lifeway somehow. Is it? Uh, yeah, really they, they're, they're with the Christian Standard Bible right, uh, publishers and stuff like that. So they're they're affiliated with Southern Baptist, so any of y'all who are worried about all that <laughs> kind of stuff. Uh, but uh, we're, we're picking, we're really going to pick it back up at Advent and, uh, would really like for some other people in our church to pick that up as well, yeah. to, to read, uh, have Advent readings together. But, uh, yeah, I, I would highly recommend he and she reads truth for, uh, uh, spouse, spouses reading Bible together. And they even have some kids resources. Yeah. We have a kid's book, uh, a, a kid's Christmas book by kids read truth. Mm. Uh, and it's, Phenomenal. I mean, it does a basically a biblical theology of the incarnation, and it's 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 wonderful. We need to have another uh, family worship conversation closer to Advent. Yeah, I think uh, so. I, because that that has been some very special Bible reading and prayer time for my family uh, is is in the Advent season. But anyway, um, yeah, I agree. Very good resources. I'm thinking, you know, I'm not trying to take over your podcast. No, no. But before we go, because we've only got just a few minutes left, right? I think we should take a brief moment to 
to talk about why this is important. Why does it yeah. matter? You know, you talked about something, but why specifically is it so important for for us to read the Bible with our children? I'm gonna let you start because <laughs> I've got ideas. Where, where, where do I start? Yeah, uh, man, yeah, because. One, one of the things I was talking about in my sermon is there are so many other places that they're going to go to find meaning Uh and and to make sense of the world. Uh You know, where are they going to turn to make sense of what's going on in the world? Uh Uh, And so, you know, obviously that's uh, we want to start that young, even though they may not come to saving faith at three years old where, where my son is. Uh, but we want to go ahead and have that primed for them so that uh, it, it just makes sense when they, they just when the spirit works on them, it, there's not it doesn't have to completely change their worldview, so right. to speak. So that's that's part of it. Uh, but but then too, uh, and this kind of has to do with us, why do we teach the Bible, read the Bible with our kids? Uh, man, I think the spirit can work in us. Mm through our kids and, and we've already discussed that a little right. bit, but I think That'll it's, preach. I think it's for them, but it's also for us Yeah, in, in a sense of our kids can teach us and, and challenge us in ways that I think other adults can't even. Right. So yeah. that's off the top of my head. Yeah. Being put on the spot. <laughs> You're welcome for I, that. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, we could think <laughs> of some good. more, but off the top of my head, just priming our kids for uh, the spirit to work in their life. Right. And, and then even, uh, allowing us to grow through uh, talking and, and walking with them. Right. You know, the first thing that pops into my head is that Scripture says faith comes by hearing oh, yeah. and hearing from the Word of yep. God. Yep. That's that's where faith comes from. Faith, faith is not born apart from God's Word. Exactly. And... That's that's my number one goal, right? Yeah. I don't I don't care what my kids grow up to do professionally or whatever, if they don't have a saving faith with saving faith in Jesus Christ, you know, that that's essential. Yeah. That that is the most important thing. And I can't save them. Yeah. I can't save them. Only God can do that. But what I can do is make sure that they have the hearing from the word of God part that's down. Right. That's right. And and I don't think there is anybody who, after their kid gets to be 18 and goes off and, and they're out of their house, says, you know, maybe I read the Bible with my kid too much. You know? <laughs> Not a single person. I don't think there's anybody that will ever say that. Um, so, so let's just saturate our children in God's Word. Yeah. Um, you know, just trying to teach them to be good and just, just talking about stuff yeah it is is not going to do it it's the word of god i agree um so the last thing that i want to say and something that you brought up and something that i think needs to be said is that uh some some people listening may not have kids mm. that are really young they may have right. them that are teenagers right and so with me being the quote-unquote youth guy right there uh, you go i i really think parents of youth aged kids also need to be yes. diving in probably I, you it can't really say more late. so, uh, but, but yeah, it's certainly not too late. And, you know, teens typically go through some rebellious mm-hmm. stage. And a lot of the times when I talk to parents, they're dealing with, uh, issues that arise with that. And when a parent is constantly taking their kids to scripture, it's reminding them 
that they're not just rebelling against their parents. They they could be rebelling against God. Right. And and it also helps us as parents to ground our rules in God's rules. Yeah. So that we're not just coming up with arbitrary type rules that uh, it is don't really mean anything in the long run. But we're trying to base our house rules right. over God's rules right. and helping our teenagers to see rebellion can – when you rebel, you're not just rebelling against right. the parents. That may be in their mind what they're trying to do, but we as parents can take them to God's word and show them here's, here's what's going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I really think discipleship between parents and teenagers uh, is, is crucial during that stage. Yeah. So. You know, we keep saying one more thing. Yeah, yeah I was about to say, any, any, any other <laughs> you, things you want to say? Uh, one thing that, that you said just then just made me uh, think of a suggestion to maybe help some of those parents out. You know, maybe you've got that teenager that is being a little rebellious, and maybe they absolutely refuse to sit down and let you read God's Word over them. Yeah. Maybe they're at that point, and they don't even want to hear it. Um, I don't know. I don't know if we've got anybody in our church like that. I don't know. Um, but... Here's a suggestion, just something that popped in my head. I love corner room music. Corner corner room, room music. Yeah. He's, he's a guy, he's a worship leader uh, in Birmingham, and what he does is he records uh, beautiful word-for-word psalms. Yeah. And if you've got a kid that absolutely does not want you to read the Bible with them, how, how about get some of that, download it, Play it with them in the car. Yep. They can't go anywhere. <laughs> They're stuck. <laughs> they can't go anywhere. Seriously. Play play some scripture. You know, That's good. Be, yeah. be creative. Get scripture into your kids, into your kids' hearts, well, into your kids' minds, and pray that the Holy Spirit gets in it into their That's hearts. Good. That's good. Yeah. So they, they can be found on Spotify, Apple Music, stuff like that. Yeah. Corner Room Music out of yeah. Birmingham. And if you don't want to pay for it, they're on YouTube. So. Yep. There you go. <laughs> All right. Any last thoughts? Uh I don't think so. That's it. I think it. we better let them go. Yeah. Well, Roger, this has been fun. I, I, I certainly appreciate uh, you doing this with us, uh, kind of short notice. Uh, <laughs> we'll have you back on for Advent season and talk right. about family Advent stuff because uh, that's going to be a conversation that uh, we as a church will need to have yeah. in the future. But uh, anyways, if you enjoyed the show, make sure you like it, subscribe, and uh, share it with somebody. And we hope to see you here next week. All right. Thanks. Bye.